brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. just works podcast i'm your host and today i have a fantastic person here with me someone who's been here since the beginning literally with our friendship and this show him itself it is brandon brandon how you doing today man i'm doing great ryan uh happy to be on really excited for the conversation and uh and yeah dude um who would have thought 16 years ago you'd be making a podcast so it's dude it's not pretty it's, yeah go it's ahead. Pretty wild. no it's yeah. pretty wild it's pretty wild man so happy to be here it's crazy to think about, too, because we are also going to be celebrating the two year anniversary of this show next month. And you, my friend, were a, an amazing part of the creative process into making it become a reality. And so it just feels so, you know, full circle type moment to have you back on for this type of segment that I got going. And literally second, ep- well, first episode with somebody is you. So our first episode was Pokemon. And it's just great to uh, kind of bring it back to this. But uh, just kind of diving into our weeks, you know, like how did your week go so far? Oh, it went okay, dude. Um, gonna kind of, uh, you know, whine a little bit, but my work is, uh, we're getting pretty, pretty stacked up and, uh, overwhelmed, but, uh, you know, there's a potential for a assistant manager position coming up. So hopefully that pays off like around August or September. So just trying to keep my head above water until then. Um, but yeah, dude, how was, uh, how was your week? Uh, my week is good, but I have a question uh, before I start talking about it, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. So when it comes to your work, right? So you have this potential at an assistant manager position coming down the road. Now, is this kind of, and I like your outlook on it. It's fantastic. But would you say that like, let's get that position so you can kind of not necessarily cool off because you obviously have more responsibilities as a manager, but do you think you'll be able to like physically cool off? Cause yeah, I mean, we've been talking about it here for a few months now and you've just been going and going and going. Yeah, I think it'll, it'll bring up more responsibilities, but I feel like they're responsibilities that I've already kind of taken up in my, in my everyday life at work. So that includes like loading trucks, doing paperwork, doing a little bit of everything and i feel yeah. like that's what my manager does so like to assist him in doing that i'm already doing so we have one guy who's um going to school for trucking and he's going to be leaving in august september so my day-to-day won't change but every two weeks i'll just get some more money 
So that's kind of what I'm holding out for is I just want, <laughs> I, I'm already doing it. So might as well just give me the pay, the pay grade. So that's fantastic. And, um, you know, it, it was kind of funny cause it's just one of the things we talked about. Uh, and it's not really putting you on the spot too much. It's, you know, we're all guilty of it, you know, especially myself. Uh, are you showing up on time now? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I damn. Know it's a curveball, but I got to give it to you because I'm, I'm very guilty of it myself. So that's why I ask. No, dude, thank you for doing that because um, it was it was bad for a long time. And even if my boss is like hearing this right now or if anybody's hearing this, like I they know who they are. They know. Yeah. Anybody anybody's listening to this and they saw me at work, I would come in late like all the time. Luckily, um, I haven't done that except on Friday. I this last Son Friday, I kind of fucked up. <laughs> I know, dude, I had such a good streak going. And then uh, I woke up at 445 in the morning, which is. I should be halfway to work by that time. So I text my <laughs> boss. I was like, shit, be late, like ETA 530, like, ah, and sure enough, all day at work, I got, I got shit for it in a, in a joking manner. So like, at first it was kind of like, I was like, oh shit, like seriously, this is bad. But they're like, no, dude, like they recognize that I'm going through, you know, that's what I really like about my job too, is like, you know, when jobs say like, oh, we're like a family here, but they're really not. Yeah. A lot and they say that work hard, play hard, and all that shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, like they they're genuinely pretty caring about what I got going on. So for them to see like me show up late every day to being on time and taking up these responsibilities, uh, it's been pretty rewarding. So the the kind of banter was less serious on Friday. It was more like a poking fun just because it's been so long <laughs> that I didn't have my shit together. So <laughs> so it was nice uh, to for them to have my back about it. So, um, yeah, I really, really enjoy the people I work with. And that's why I kind of want to stay there. And to, in order to stay there, I need any more money. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um, broke, broke the streak last Friday, but um, I've been on top of my attendance a lot more. So that's been that's been a huge positive for me lately. Yeah, that's fantastic. Obviously, I'm your best friend. I'm going to call out that kind of shit. But honestly, the reason <laughs> why I even called it out, though, is because you haven't, you know, I haven't heard you talk about it. So I was like, dude, that's fantastic. That clearly means you, you know, you've been on top of it because it's not like you were trying to be late. It was just something that you legitimately, it was just, it just wasn't working out. And you were very upfront yeah. with that, though, with your, your bosses and whatnot. And then now you're taking on these extra responsibilities. You've been handling your business. So, while they probably, you know, would definitely want you to keep working on it, you're also doing more for them. So it's it's definitely like a win-win for you and, and them. You know, you're you're staying there. You know, currently in our world, people aren't keeping their jobs. People just are walking out. They're not sustaining their jobs. And I'll take a guy who shows up maybe late once a week versus somebody who doesn't show up at all the next day. You know, at least yeah. you still go to work, right? So it's like you know, thankfully, like you said, it's, it's a true family environment. They understand like what you're going through. Like, you know, with my company, if something was to happen tomorrow, they would do whatever they had to do to make sure we were taken care of. And I, I really do believe that. Um, that's why I'm like beyond grateful for them. And that, and they really do believe in that family aspect. Cool. Those two brothers started the company. So that's why I br uh, brought that up. We did not talk about that in the pre-show. That was a hundred percent a curveball to Brandon. So, uh, hats off to you for definitely, well, thank you. Um, I don't think I have a, a nice platform here today, but got uh, got sniped out. So yeah. no, it's good. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> you're like, oh, I didn't realize you're on a sniper tower. Just hit me right there. Like, damn, dude. Didn't even give him a chance. No, um, no. But no, uh, my week's been uh, pretty good. Uh, you know, work was it's it's just busy all the time because I'm trying to just prove myself and continue to learn and and develop into my role. 
Uh, it's probably going to be a nonstop thing that's heard on this show, but honestly, it's just because I love my job so much and I'm, I'm truly blessed to have it. And I want to continue to prove myself so I can move into the next role when the time comes down the road. And uh, on Wednesday, I had my bosses with me. So I had a different big boss with me, plus my two, my district manager, my area manager, and it went really well. There's definitely some feedback there and critiques, which I try to be as open as possible to because they're only there to help you. They're not here to like, you know, make you hate your job or have a bad day. So it went really well. And they're just very appreciative of me, like showing the feed, like implementing the feedback that they gave me at like a first store into my second stop. So like I immediately applied it to my next visit. So, you know, I was called out for that. And I, you know, I just think it's amazing. And I'm really happy with that and the way it went. Um, you know, I just found out recently on my team, I have the second highest case count in my territory. So that's, when, that's a pretty big deal, right? That's a huge deal to me personally, because like the people next above me are literally the, probably like the best sales rep statistically in the company. So yeah, to me, that's a big deal. And I can't necessarily prove that, but that's all I ever hear. So <laughs> that's awesome, dude. <laughs> and I was their merchandiser for three, almost three years. I could probably, yeah, I believe it. Cause I think in 2019, they sold, um, 13,000 cases of wine and liquor. And I think I did the math. Like if you average a case at a certain point, it was like almost one or $2 million or something total. It was, it was stupid. So yeah, uh, a very good week for work. Um, super excited to just continue to keep getting into it, man. And, and, uh, doing my thing out there. Um, what else? Uh, I just, I just sent it to our group chat. I just bought uh, Mario party superstars or whatever the hell it's called. And it's got, um, a few, uh, game boards from the Nintendo 64 version. And like, I think like a hundred or 200 mini games or something that are from all the old games. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Then it has like online multiplayer that I hear nothing about all or nothing but good things about all the time. So I'm not going to lie to you after this. I'm probably going to pop on that or Halo because I haven't played video games that much lately. Um, I went to a crawfish festival yesterday. So oh, you went to a little craw boil, dude. Yeah. <laughs> a little taste of New Orleans. And yeah. um, I went with my friends and, you know, I've always wondered what, like, what it was like to eat like crawfish like that. It just seems like a really cool thing to try. You know, I've been trying to be as open as possible to doing new things with my life. Um, as of recent i've noticed man you've been you've been going like i've i've been wanting to say this in the chat like call you out and be like not call you out but just be like i'm proud of you for like going out and trying different things like axe throwing um fucking crawfish boil i never cut your i never thought i'd catch your ass at a crawfish boil but there yeah. you are man i get to just, hear about it and that's awesome just randomly picking up beautiful chicks that are part of the the magician's assistant um yeah so we'll get into that too <laughs> um oh should we what you didn't see that on Instagram, the the post I did where I'm like picking up a chick in a magic show. Well, that's from the Crawfish Festival. You didn't oh, see that I on my story. That. I didn't oh, see that. Literally pressed on my stories right now, and it's the very first one that you're probably gonna see. Okay, are we gonna are we gonna do this right now, or should we wait till after the? Cast? No, you can do it right now because okay. you don't have to like play the audio or anything. Um, I can keep talking while you do that. So, uh, yeah, I love seafood, and I've always wanted to try crawfish. And don't get me wrong, like the environment was dope. It was in Huntington Beach, California, and it was a really cool social experience. I'm like really happy I went and gave it a shot. I will say though, you like literally picked up a girl. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't lying. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you could um, like pick up like. Hey, oh, honey. oh. <laughs> you know what? 
you know what these you know what these pincers and and these crawfish have in common they're just gonna get you yeah oh my god that's terrible that was Um, so bad i love it and i'm here for it because you know what dude sometimes you really hit it on the nose and then sometimes it's like well i'm glad he tried um (laughs) uh so you miss 100 of the shots you don't take yes there we go i like it um so crawfish is kind of overrated however as a social experience experience i get why it's so like um fond of you know i I get it uh but honestly if you're gonna like if you're interested in like crawfish just just go to a grocery store and buy like a cocktail pack of shrimp you're gonna get more out of that than crawfish to be honest (laughs) um (laughs) that was my learning experience uh yeah i'm not a huge fan of crawfish yeah no i definitely never have to have it again in my life and i'll be okay (laughs) uh the alligator bites were cool we had like the alligator like chicken nuggets basically and that was dope it was freaking delicious um my friends had frog legs and i was like i'm good i'm very much good on that Um, (laughs) you're crossing the line at something that's got some legs yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's where i draw the line for sure uh so yeah as you just saw on instagram and as i kind of just already mentioned there was also a magic show there and the magic show is weird as shit, but you know, we wanted to check it out because we're already there. Um, it just wasn't, it was just weird. I don't know. I really feel bad for the guy. I know he's trying, but I just wasn't feeling it. I mean, it's for it's for kids anyways, though. It's not like it's for us, I would say. Um, but yeah. yeah, I was like just standing in the back eating my lobster, uh, a lobster fries, and they were bomb. Oh, fuck. They were they were good at first, but honestly, afterwards, I was like, that was fucking gross. Uh, I'm sure it's like a it's a one or two like dives into it and you're like okay this is dope and then after a while it might get like kind of rich or or excessive well i think the problem is i just don't eat that food like right now oh. you know working out and like just trying to live a better lifestyle i'm just not eating that kind of stuff anymore sure i just had in and out today but like it just it doesn't hit as hard as like the lobster fries does yeah i saw that protein style too oh dude protein style burgers are bomb yeah, protein styles where it's at for show. So the dude calls on me. He said, I need two strong men. He calls on some guy named Chris. Shout out to Chris. He's never going to hear this. But, you know, <laughs> um, and then me. So I'm just standing there doing my own thing. And I could tell he's like the guy in the blue jacket. Like I knew it was me instantly. And like, like I said, the show was just kind of like whack. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking go along with it. I'm just going to try to make the most of it and have a good time. And, you know, maybe make some people laugh along with him. So I went on stage with my fries. I kept eating my fries. And then I, <laughs> I'll stop so, for no man. Yeah, I don't. Um, and to the point where I fed him a fry and, and they, my friend said it was weird to watch, but for me, I thought it was like funny on stage. So um, I think there's a video of that. So I'll have to check it out. I'll send it to you guys in the group. Um, so yeah, uh, he wanted us to lift his assistant. So the first time it's just our natural strength. Um, so the Chris guy did it. And, and then when I did it, he was like, okay, that was a little high there. So I guess I lifted her higher than he anticipated. So, I mean, that, that was cool. I was like, thanks man. (laughs) Um, but before that, before I forget, he's like, oh, do you bench press? And I was like, no, I don't. (laughs) I was like, I don't know. No, I don't technically. I mean, I'm doing like curls with my dumbbells at home, but I'm like, I'm not technically bench pressing. Uh, so Yeah. yeah, I lifted her up and he was like, oh, okay. Uh, that looked really easy for you. <laughs> and like, I'm like, all right, cool. Thanks, man. He so saw I, it's my natural muscles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is how I do it. I can lift you up. Uh, <laughs> do it now. Um, so yeah. And then the second time he's like, I want you to look in her eyes and then try lifting her again. 
obviously she's probably got magnets in her shoes or something because she didn't move at all and i have nothing i have nothing to prove and i'm not trying to hurt this girl i mean she's a fucking woman but i'm not trying to hurt her right to to prove a point that he clearly got me like okay okay cool i couldn't lift her again so i kind of just did that and that was it and we all just kind of laughed our ass off at it but um you know, like you just said, like, you're like proud of me for like trying new things and stuff like that magic show alone was like a new thing. Like normally I'd try to be against it, but no, I'm like, man, fuck it. He already called on me. Like, let's just, let's just go. Yeah. It's like, here's a, here's a situation. And you're like, I'm gonna make the best of it. Pretty and much. Yeah. Feed this dude a French fry. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I just, I was like, listen, like, you know, I, I really do appreciate him trying. So like, why not just try to add to his show? Right. That's all he's asking. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we did that. Uh, is, is like I said, it was a great time. I'm really, you know, really glad I went. The music was great. Um, everyone just seemed to be really enjoying themselves. And I'm not necessarily a people watcher, but it is really nice to just see so many other people just happy. You know, everyone just seemed like to be in such a good mood, enjoying the music, enjoying the food, you know, the environment. Um, I don't know. I just like seeing people happy. So it was really cool to experience that. Um, I went on a second date this week um with a girl from bumble uh you guys can catch that after this um it's a solo segment that will be after this with brandon i uh, pretty much go over that in vague detail i guess uh but uh basically um dating apps suck they don't suck it's just the people on them <laughs> i'll just leave it's it at that. True. yeah so i mean there's no point in talking about it because i already recorded it but yeah so check that out um let's see uh, gosh anything else no, I mean that's yeah, your it, story. Dude. Your story reminds me of like how how lucky I feel like I got with the dating apps, <laughs> dude. Okay, and I'm sorry I mean, to say it, that. Yeah, well, I was gonna say <laughs> since you know the story, we can dive into it, right? So you can you yeah. can talk about your reaction to my story, and we can kind of dive into that. But yeah, so it's like I don't. I mean, all of us have issues, right? There's no question about it. I yeah, have absolutely probably two, three thousand handfuls of issues, but I just feel like I come across like i don't know how to really like say this in a nice way I, I just don't but i just feel like i come across people who are broken yeah they have a they have a lot of baggage they have a lot of um they have a rough history and like it's starting to make me wonder like is that all that like we find on the apps is like you know each other right like men and women yeah. you know because you know I, I hear some horror stories from women about what they experience. So it's definitely a yeah. two-way street. There's no, it's not a one-sided story. Uh, yeah, we're not sitting here like singing the blues about men trying to meet women on dating apps. Women absolutely get um, a, a, their own and a lot more flack, uh, you know, on these apps and a lot more trouble. I mean, it's um, when I, when I met my current girlfriend, I, she was using a different name, <laughs> which is understandable because of her profession <laughs> and things like that. But she, she was messaging me. She's like, you still went on a date with me, even though it wasn't my real name. And I was like, I, it was the mystery of it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's like the opposite effect. I'm, I'm apparently mysterious according to this last girl. Oh my God, dude, you're, I can't just can't just, figure you out. Just Ryan. can't figure me out. You know, God, you know, if you're talking to other co-hosts, it's okay. Yeah. No, really. It's okay. If you're talking to other co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man. And it's just, it, you know, with that story, dude, it's so crazy to think about like, because we're like we're getting we're getting there dude like our birthdays are both coming up in like a couple months you know i'm i'm a year older than you but you know like we're we're getting to we're getting close to the hill and the fact that there are people out there who still kind of pull this high school bullshit is is wild to me 
it's mind blowing to me because it's like I, I just I don't really get it. Like, you know, I get it. Like sometimes the truth sucks, but it's like I'm not trying to waste anyone's time out there. Like, I'm just going to tell you how it is. And, you know, if you don't like it, then, you know, I'm sorry. But at least like I told you, right, like you're never going to wonder, oh, what did he think about this or could this have gone differently? No, it definitely won't go differently because you know how I feel about it. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, and I'm not trying to sound like, oh, Billy badass or anything. It's just, no, I, ju- I just truly think everyone's time is valuable. And I, I don't want to waste, you know, another woman's time out there, you know? Um, yeah, no, absolutely. There's beauty in being direct, like cut the bullshit, you know, but there's also ways you can ask uh, questions that you want a definite answer to and just making it as concise as possible. So that way there's no misreads or or yeah i mean meetings or anything like that well but let alone you only knew we only knew each other for like three weeks if that so it's like come on really like yeah that was that's like yeah that was that was that was crazy it should that's like a question that you put in like if you're steadily not even a question that you should put into any relationship because it's kind of loaded but a question that you should have with somebody who you've only been on like your second date with I was astounded, dude. I was (laughs) when I heard this story. I hope people at home have the same reaction, or you know, something to the effect of just wonderment of how, like, just inappropriate. I don't know. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know if I'd say inappropriate. It's just like, like, what what was your angle? Is I guess my question. Like, what did you? What was your game plan? Like, how did you think it was going to go? That you caught me or something? Like, sorry. Like, (laughs) people love a good gotcha, dude. I, you know, they probably do a hundred percent, but yeah. little did she know she was fucking with the wrong dude. And I got nothing to hide. So I don't give a fuck anyways. So that's my week. Uh, I'm glad you had a good week too. Did you do anything else besides work uh, this week? That from work. Um, not really. Uh, I did find some time to uh, do some therapy on Wednesday. Um, we used to meet me and my therapist. We met over, um, uh, Bumble. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. See? Sometimes you just fucking land them, bro. That was yeah. so good. I was not expecting that. Yeah, so we met on Bumble, and after a couple of days, she's like, you know what? Let me analyze your mind. And then I realized it was just another date. Um, no, um, <laughs> but we met. I met my current therapist uh, who lives across the country in another time zone. Um, met her over, over BetterHelp, which is a website that you don't really need insurance to do it is a little costly but um if you're if you're struggling with therapy and want a good um access route into it then i can't recommend it enough it's it's helped me out and um yeah i met with my therapist on wednesday and it definitely helps get me through the last couple days of the week obviously friday was a little dicey because i slept in a little bit but um but yeah therapy was like is something that I've done consistently now for my God, like six months. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, it's, it's honestly kind of like dating you, you get matched up with a therapist and you're like, no, oh, this one's not working out. So then, you know, you shouldn't feel bad about having to move on to a different therapist. So you find that match. Cause it is, it is a relationship, you know? So, so yeah, therapy's dope, dude. Um, well, obviously you can be as vague as you want. You don't have to go into detail necessarily, but when it comes to this week in particular, because you called it out on your own, when you're talking to me, like what about it 
just just felt so good for you honestly talking talking to them because they're like an old friend like there's it's not like all super serious it's not all tears it's like it's laughing it's joking it's good reciprocation so it was nice to get like that impartial which is honestly the the response i get from you which is like an impartial very calling me out on my own bullshit and that's something that i have trouble with is like i'll get caught up in my bullshit again and then it takes somebody being direct like how you've done for last decade and a half <laughs> saying like hey you're doing this how about you fucking don't bud and it's like oh shit and then it's like a reason behind it um being analyzed and it it just makes total sense and uh the last session i had i was with uh, you know i i love my girlfriend um but i was feeling a little weird about myself and it started to affect how i was around my partner and um it took my therapist calling me out and saying like you know all these things to be like oh hey like it's never going to be perfect but it will be okay and any issues that i do have there's no problem in being direct and addressing them with the people in my life who i may be having issues with yeah that's awesome man uh damn i want to call better help now it, but it is legitimately provided from our company though. So like hearing you talk about like your experience definitely makes me more open to the idea of just seeing how it goes. I don't know. Um, when I look at it personally, not that you're asking, but you're the person who gave I, me this I advice. Know, yeah. Um, so you talk about tattoos, right? So if you don't think about it all the time, then you probably don't want it that bad. But yeah. if it's, if it's something you think about every now and then, then it's like, all right, cool, but you don't want it. And that's kind of like that advice you gave me is kind of how I look at like therapy currently. I don't think about it enough to where I feel like I need it. Um, yeah. I just think maybe when I'm ready, that's it. But uh, that's kind of how I look at it. And I really appreciate you giving me that advice with the tattoos because honestly, I kind of apply that to a lot of stuff in my life, to be completely honest. <laughs> I'm like, well, I haven't thought about it in two months. Oh, that's right. Because I don't need it or, you know, whatever. I'm not saying therapy. I mean, like anything A fucking. Yeah bottle of liquor i don't it dude it could be anything yeah exactly um, like i i get that same feeling about if i uncover some card like for instance i uncovered some magic cards that i haven't even touched and i had the day off and i was like you know what like this whole box i'm just gonna go through this and do a buy list and i'm just gonna see what like, these aren't in decks they're not in binders like they have no use for me so and it's, it's kind of putting a material possession on it a materialistic view on it but it's like I now sold this and now I have store credit for cards that I really want. So, you know, that aren't just going to be taking up space. So really mentally filtering out like what you need and don't need is, um, is a really good skill to have. And I think, you know, like you mentioned, you don't feel like you need therapy. I feel like we all get sad and we all get anxious. Like it's, it's completely human nature. Yeah. But unless you're like, you know, <sighs> There isn't really like a, a, a spectrum or dial of when you should call therapy. It's when you feel like you need it most. And unfortunately, some people suffer with mental illness um, and then don't bother seeking that help. And the, the and, and to that, it's it's hard to see, especially like when it's people that you like, you know, and you love. Um, and it can be advantageous even to somebody who isn't struggling with um 
you know, serious depressive disorders or crippling anxiety. Like it's, it's still good to have that impartial outlet um, to, you know, event and, and become constructive with yourself mainly. And um, there are a few people who navigate, you know, those problems really well. And I think you and my dad are like (laughs) on point. You guys (laughs) seem like you don't need therapy. (laughs) So I know I might, well, my dad says he doesn't believe in therapy. Well, but I feel like he could he could definitely benefit from it. But. Probably. I, I think all of us. Well, I think you just put it best right there towards the end. Right. I think all of us ultimately could benefit from therapy. I, I, yeah. I think we're so close to hopefully getting to a point where it's just normalized, where it's just not something that you should be afraid to say wherever you're at. And uh, I really appreciate you saying that, too, by the way, because I, I do try to navigate like whatever challenges I have mentally, you know, um, whatever speed bumps that come along the road, I, I try to tackle them right away. Um, I don't really like to dwell on anything or sit on it. Sometimes you have to, I'm not saying you have to finish everything right away, but um, I mean, you know me, I've, if something's on my mind, it's going out right away. So it's being talked about to someone or myself. Yeah. Um, so speaking of you know, like your awesome compliment and how long we've known each other and just, you're talking about magic cards. And I think about, all the Pokemon cards we've collected over the time and experiences that we just have shared together since we've been friends for literally 16 years as we 16 picked years, dude. <laughs> as we uh, figured out the other day. Um, I kind of want to talk about our friendship as a whole and how it started um, because I don't think we can ever forget it in Miss Morgan's history class in seventh grade. I'm yeah. sorry, eighth grade, eighth grade. It was eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Middle school, seventh and eighth. My bad. Um, That's actually not very commonplace. My um some family like my nieces they have um like their middle school was like sixth seventh and eighth oh okay which i think is weird that sounds it just yeah that sounds weird to hear right that'd be like eighth graders going to school like juniors or whatever you know yeah it seems like such a a huge age gap there yeah um anyways (laughs) yeah so miss morgan's history class amelia Earhart middle school freaking eighth grade it was a 2006 Dude, or 2005 into 2006. Sorry. Yeah. Technically. Um, what do you remember about that? Because I feel like I remember it like it was yesterday, to be completely honest. I I have a very vivid memory of it. And there's also some like kind of backstory leading up to eighth grade that um, I don't think I've told you, but. Oh, my for, God. Let me hear it. Go ahead. <laughs> for uh, my sixth grade and seventh grade, I did independent studies. Because I just wanted to stay home and play video games all day. Um, so when I met you in that class, dude, mm-hmm. I was full hermit. Like I hadn't seen another kid in like, like a kid my age in a year. And I was just like, I didn't really have any friends. And I was just kind of like felt a little lost. And then, um, and yeah, dude, I remember seeing who, who hasn't changed a bit, by the way. Still the same, still looks the same, Brian. <laughs> so picture this motherfucker except like maybe two feet shorter yeah and um wearing a halo jacket for halo 3 which came out in november 2000, uh five? september 25th 2007 2007 okay so yeah they were they're putting the merch out for that pretty quick then yeah i was wearing it for a while <laughs> yeah i remember you know, i remember you wearing it for a while but yeah dude i just asked them i was like hey dude you play halo like you like you like video games and and then the rest is history. What exactly beyond that point, like, is kind of a blur, but there are a few key points I remember. But yeah, man, uh, it all started with Halo. 
Yeah, it all started with Halo. That's why I kind of bring it up that far back because I do remember like the starting point and I, I'm right there with you. Like I can't tell you every detail along the way, but I just remember like us getting to know each other in that class. And then like it was Gears of War coming out that year. You had an Xbox, you did have Xbox Live or you were getting it at that time. And then Pokemon, Pokemon was like, holy shit. I know somebody that likes Pokemon as much as I do. It was like yeah. fucking oh, mind blowing yeah. because- you know, for people listening who, if there's anyone out there who had just didn't have to experience this kind of life because maybe they weren't born yet or maybe they just didn't experience it. Yeah, video games and especially Pokemon were extremely frowned upon if you were like that old at that time and you were still into yeah. it. But we had Diamond and Pearl that either that just came out, right? So we were able to, or yeah. we're coming out. And so we talked about that, talked about like all of our favorite starters and stuff. And then we played Gears of War online, probably... We didn't play Halo 2. I don't think you had it or no. we but it was Gears of War for sure. And um as Brandon said, I had a Halo 3 jacket. It was the Halo 3 logo. It looked dope. And then on the back it said finish the fight. And I shit you not to anyone listening to this, I pretty much wore it for a whole year straight even when I was a freshman in high school until that game launched. Um <laughs> I was literally known for that. So that's why when the game came out everyone was asking me what I thought about it. And that's why this podcast podcast exists because people just I'm really grateful for people always being interested in like my opinion on that kind of stuff and how we can always talk about it and create an awesome conversation with people because that was dope. Um so you finished the fight? Yeah, so we finished the fight. I stayed home from school that day too. Um my mom was um doing uh, some like manager training in Fresno. And then my dad goes to work super early, like literally before school even starts. So I just fucking stayed home. <laughs> so Eric went to the midnight release of the game and he brought it back and we played it for probably like an hour when he picked it up. And then the next day we finished it together. Oh shit, man. That's cool. Yeah. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, dude, the, uh, the co-op experience with our family has been incredible. That's why it sucks that it's not in Halo Infinite. But uh, yeah, so we did that. We had uh, our freshman literature class it was dope. You know, we continued to grow our friendship there because, you know, texting just wasn't really a thing. Right. So like yeah. if I didn't catch you on Xbox, I think we might have had MySpace still and then it became Facebook. But like we really um, it's like a testament to our friendship because like it's not like I was calling you or anything or uh, you know on your landline or anything like that we just kind of yeah because because back in the day it was that like you had to call the landline and be like hi mrs green is ryan there yeah um <laughs> i'm gonna talk to we're gonna talk just we're just gonna shoot the shit about video games basically but it's yeah. like at that point we just hop on xbox and and just yeah. do it there while playing the video game pretty much so we uh we basically planned our xbox days out as much as we could uh at school and well, it's uh, five o'clock. Where's Brandon at? So, you know, it, we, we just kind of have to do that, you know, or whichever of us was showing up late. I mean, we still we still showed up. So that's what we did. Um, geez. And then, gosh, I mean, we just kept playing, you know, with all of our friends, uh, you know, the Justins, the Riddells, you know, Corey, just mm-hmm. incredible people. Um, just such a great group of friends that we had to play Xbox with and hang out. Um, they're very fond memories that I, I, I do cherish because, Back in the day, you know, for people who don't know this either, like there wasn't party chat yet, you know, on Xbox Live. It was all game chat. It was all you heard the people on the other team. Everyone (laughs) was talking shit. shit. (laughs) Everyone's mom was being threatened. It was just like insane. It was so stupid, but (laughs) it's it's so dumb, dude. But like that was that was part of the part of the experience for sure is 
is just all the taunting and and tilting oh my god it was it was ridiculous and do you remember like some of our game battles matches with like left for dead or yeah. uh, modern warfare 2 and i'll never forget <laughs> this and i don't think he's ever going to hear this but uh, god i hope he does someday so we were playing uh game battles on modern warfare 2 i think you were actually in this match i forgot what map it was but the shotguns were banned and you weren't supposed to have them in your loadout <laughs> and i remember <laughs> i remember uh killing like two people on the enemy team with a shotgun and, and Corey's like god damn it ryan i said no <laughs> shotguns and i'll just never forget moments like that with our friend group and then obviously you and me always playing like halo 3 when we could and whatnot just fantastic times man yeah. you know uh czar molex right uh christian from new york who, who i still talk to today and then we got ghost class really Alex. you still talk to him yeah he's got me on instagram and he's in texas now so oh damn that's wild yeah it's crazy to think about because you know, I know we're talking about us, but if you don't mind this quick story, like, you know, I met Alex and Christian literally like the first two weeks Halo came out. So to think about the fact that this was what, so 15 years ago now. So it's like, mm -hmm. if I wasn't playing with them in those two weeks, like I would have never met them. It's, it's fucking wild to, uh, to really, you know, kind of wrap your head around. So just great times in high school. And then you know, after high school, obviously me and Brandon, you know, uh, continued our friendship just for always, you know, hanging out, playing games, doing our shit. And then, um, I think I'm pretty sure we talked about it in high school or, or, uh, maybe we didn't until we graduated, but then we talked about Frankenstein's. So Frankenstein's is a collectible show with basically what I call Disneyland for pop culture. Yeah. And so me and Brandon started going, you know, whenever we could on Saturdays to go hit up the Pokemon card people, because back in the day, you got some pretty good deals on Pokemon cards. Pokemon so, cards were insanely inexpensive. I think it was like 80 bucks for a booster box of that plasma storm. But yeah, we were, we were broke, like we freshly so employed. <laughs> so like we're working at fucking like grocery stores and we're like, all right, $200. Let's go to Frankenstein's. Never mind the fact that we have car payments, but, you know, bills, <laughs> bills, gas. And we, we just, we fucking went ham yeah try to pull this one charizard and we were like we were splitting these boxes and we we're like okay if you get it i get it that's what, that's yep. what you said to me and um <laughs> you know if you pull any charizards I'll, I'll pull whatever i pulled and trade you the whole fucking box for it and i was like all right bet now i just want to pull this fucking thing because we were two boxes deep and not getting this fucking thing and we even got called out by one of the vendors Do you remember that right i don't yes. know what they said but i do remember that that being a moment do you yeah. know what they said by any chance or yeah it was basically we were going from one vendor to buy the box they were going to one vendor to sell the product or sell the singles so we can get the money to go buy a box somewhere else and she's like you know you could just buy the box from me and we didn't pull and we're like oh okay that's a great idea we didn't pull nearly enough to trade in and get another box yeah and do you remember that it was actually more than two boxes it was three right i think it was four was it four dude no we went we almost bought a case for sure we we're close to a case and we were never close to getting anything good from that set because that set's dog shit. So yeah, <laughs> just pretty bad. Just some incredible moments in our history. Just uh, I'm beyond grateful for your friendship, and I'm glad that we did it together because mistakes were made, but it was about the fun that we had along the way. And my God, was there a ton of fun going to Frank's and just looking at all looking at all of the crazy shit they have in there. And you know, speaking of Frank's, though, it's like. Do you, do you miss the old location or do you actually like the new one? I like I like the new location, um, mainly because of the parking. 
parking mm. parking is a big deal for me going to frank so that's why like we go early so we could get a parking spot but uh there have been a couple times me and my girlfriend have gone like while we we're on the way to or from la and it's like oh we're going at like peak hours you know we're not there at opening we're not there at closing but we can still find a spot and we just went in so that's what i do like about the um about the new joint for sure but there are a lot of memories had at the old one like case in point the plasma storm fiasco um what was it? what was their names we went with a couple of their friends for strictly pokemon oh francisco and brandon francisco and brandon that's right and brandon pulled the fucking blastoise yeah yeah out of his first yeah, box yeah and we didn't get like anything like that i think the best thing we technically got was um actually that's plasma blast so i think the best thing we got out of storm might have been the lugia full art i think there's a lugia full art plasma storm yeah plasma blast had dialga and takia yeah yeah yeah. i remember pulling that lugia and i think we had it in a couple decks too when we were playing together yes 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 yeah he was pretty he was pretty good he's very good yeah. no i just you know i, I bring it up be- oh what, what was that no, I was gonna say like, which do you like more, the old location or the new location? Oh yeah, I guess that was my own damn question too. Good job, Ryan. Uh, I like the new one. I just, I think the thing is though, it's like Frank's is so popular now. It's it's unreal. Like it's yeah, it's hit a height of popularity that where they almost need like a location and a half. Um, I couldn't be happier though for like all the vendors and stuff because they've 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 stuck it through, bro. Like they've been there for a yeah. long time. I remember and, going in 99 and like seeing some like the, the, the people with the, with the Ronald McDonald like toys. Yep. You know, they've, they've been a staple there. So it was really cool to see them still come back. Yeah. Well then uh, the sports people, right. Uh, the poster people, the art people like dude, those people have been there for a long time. Yeah. So it was really cool to see them start out and then keep, keep up you know because the worst thing is i don't know if you ever get this way but i kind of feel sad when i when i see a store closed down or like a booth closed down yeah no i definitely do because you know you went earlier than me actually i didn't know that uh but i think we started going in like 2002 2003 maybe 2004 my parents were into beanie babies dog before pokemon cards it was beanie babies all fucking day Jeez, yeah, Beanie Babies are a whole nother like box of like people thought they were gonna be expensive over time, but and that's another thing we talk about too is like fads. Yeah, yeah, fads. You know, um, you know, like Pokemon, it was supposed to be a fad, or like video games were supposed to be a fad, and like now you you see like the success of. I mean, Pokemon is literally the highest selling individual property in the entire world. It's better than Star Wars. It's better than Disney, Marvel. I mean, whatever you can think of pokemon's better than that and i i i just think that's crazy to think about because you literally look at disney who owns all those properties and they still can't beat pokemon they would have to combine them all yep and if that doesn't put some perspective in it for you then i don't know what does (laughs) because i I I still think pokemon's a fan Uh, (laughs) (laughs) actually it's gonna die next year um oh god yeah i i do remember that like growing up in the late 90s and stuff and and just all these naysayers about, you know, pop culture, the way it was for us, you know, as we were kids starting to, you know, growing up with it and man, I don't know if it was like people just holding on to what they had and they just didn't want to believe that it could be popular or they just legitimately didn't like any of it. But, uh, you know, like video games got a really hard, uh, bad rep too. Um, and here it is. I mean, it's still better than ever. 
you know i think uh i think the only thing that beats video games currently is uh music i think uh in terms of entertainment it's not movies i can tell you that much um i think Fortnite alone beats movies a year every year <laughs> god yeah and that's and that's crazy to think about because like with music it's so you know streaming is is so much more widely available now than like having your your apple your apple music or your uh itunes yeah. that's what it was like your itunes or your do, do you remember hold up hold the fuck up you got a deep cut for us you didn't talk about limewire now oh that's a good one. Oh man I, how many viruses i got installed onto the family's computer oh uh, no i was gonna talk about zune dude oh, oh zune. he's got fucking zune <laughs> <laughs> You had one, right? Or was it just me? It was just you. I wanted one so bad because I, because I, because this motherfucker right here. All right. <laughs> so I didn't touch back on it earlier because I didn't reciprocate, but um, appreciate our friendship. Uh, love you like a brother. And um, although I'm older than you, I still have to look up to you because you're fucking taller than me. <laughs> uh, so this motherfucker got a Zoom, right? And I wanted one. I wanted one so bad. The time I finally like saved up enough money for him, they got discontinued. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. You were so pissed off. You were like, what the fuck, man? And they, look, they looked fucking cool too. Like the aesthetics of them were dope, but like they just fucking they just fell off. And then I got I got my iPod uh nano. Yeah. I remember having a zoom. It was pretty dope, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I, I liked it a lot. I like just the presentation of like the music you're listening to. Mm-hmm. You're able to like play a couple games on it and then still listen to music and it had podcasting on it. Shout out to a podcast that's still around till this day called Podtacular. It's a fucking Halo podcast. It's literally been around since God, I cannot believe they're still around. I mean, good for no them. Shit. Yeah. They've been around since 2007, I think. Because I think they made their show after Halo 3 came out. Yeah. So yeah, dude, I, I love the zoo. And I wonder if it like still exists. Like if I could buy one just for like a a relic. <laughs> right. It's like having um, a Nokia N two thousand. Dude, yeah, right. So <laughs> uh my friend Lauren, God, we were making fun of uh my friend Jenna's like cell phone service and she was talking about, we we're talking about like old school phones and stuff. And she's like, Yeah, you probably have like a fucking crazer or something. I was like, Oh my god, I forgot that even existed <laughs> at one point. A crazer? Yeah. Which one was the crazer? It was like razor. a, it was like a different. I think it was the the last version of the razor or something like that. So, huh. um, so on Macari you can get a Zune, almost the same one I had for uh, one hundred sixty bucks. Probably doesn't work. Yeah, two thousand six is when it came out. Oh my god! Yeah, that was crazy. That is a badass looking device. Okay, you know, it, it's not bad. May not have survived, but it was a cool, it was a cool looking little little gadget. Yeah, it, it you know they were on to something, and you know whatever, it almost worked out for them. But that was a deep cut. <laughs> uh, you know, talking about Zoom and stuff. Um, I love MP3 players. You can't really go wrong. I don't even remember where we were at before that. Now um, uh, we were talking about how video games and are like oh. exceeding movies and like popular entertainment. Pokemon being uh you know the highest grossing ip it's it's pretty wild dude um yeah fucking pokemon fucking pokemon bro <laughs> uh one of the things i want to talk to you about today you know before we wrap it up is uh stranger things is coming back you know this is still a, a podcast that does talk about entertainment as well um these episodes are more than welcome to have entertainment aspects in them so stranger things stop four- you 
yeah, Stranger Things four comes out this Friday and Obi One. So, um, oh. are you excited to get on to that Stranger Things life or what? Because I know you're trying to change your gamer tag and stuff, and I don't know where you're at with that. Um, yeah, the the funny thing about that when I try to do dem- like that something that had to do with the Demogorgon is like I don't really play D and D, and like I am I am excited for Stranger Things because the first two seasons like were very like iconic. It was like the first time we got like not first time, but it really brought back like 70s kind of culture. Yeah. And with like a huge emphasis on it. So it was really it was like a really big landmark. So that was really cool. But uh, third season was kind of not too memorable for me, but I'm looking forward to the fourth season just to see some closure, you know, see like what they could possibly do next, because, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. How about yourself, dude? I'm very much looking forward to it. I didn't think the third season was as bad as most other people thought. Mm. I, I still actually enjoyed it quite a bit. I think there's a lot of fun moments. The first two seasons were incredible and mind blowing, uh, especially the first one, because it's just such a different show. And like you said, just had like that 70s, you know, basically love for the 70s and um, the 80s was season two. Um, I'm excited for it. Uh, the season finale is going to be two and a half hours long alone so holy shit i did not know that yeah so i think every episode's like an hour or more and then the season finale is two and a half hours god damn god damn indeed my friend there's a lot of uh, content to watch coming up soon yeah and then like obi-wan's coming out and just seeing like all the lighthearted press with like christian haydenson coming back and ewan mcgregor um just seeing like all the, the love that they're getting because like you know, we talked about it on the Star Wars episodes, I think, with Alex. Um, you know, I think I did those with him and we talked about it. But, you know, people were pretty damn harsh with the prequels, you know, verbally and threats and stuff like the guy from Jar- the guy who played Jar Jar literally wanted to kill himself. And it's just yeah. it's just so sad. Like, you know, these people are just playing the characters they're written to play as, you know, and they're just trying to give their best at the performance. You know, it has nothing to do with the actors themselves and. They, they, these people really commit. I mean, when you look at episode three and you look at the choreography for Anakin and Obi's fight or Obi-Wan's fight, like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, they yeah. looked so authentic and they looked like they really know what they're doing. And it's because they did, though, they're training. So, you know, Christian Haydenson, like, you know, he hated Star Wars. Like, he didn't want to come back to it. And then, like, in all these interviews, he's really excited to be back. And, and it just seems to be so positive about it and so grateful for all the fans who are giving him love for like the prequels. And that feels really good, man. Cause like, even though I hate the sequel trilogy, like I don't hate the actors for their performances. And you know, like yeah. one of the, one of the characters I think about the most is Rose. who was um, mm-hmm. the Asian chick. Uh, uh, Kelly Marie Tran, I think was her, uh, the actress's name. Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah. Yeah. She did a great job playing her role. It's just her character was stupid. You know, like that's not her fault. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and, and you no, know, it makes, that makes a really good point, Ryan. Cause it's like, you know, we're, we're seeing a lot with the internet, like toxic fandom. Like that's been going on for a very long time. Like, you know, these people are just playing a role and then people get so worked up and upset to, you know, threaten death upon, these actors and even reality tv shows like their people death threats have been like commonplace and so much to the point where there's a disclaimer before a show saying like hey please don't please don't threaten to kill these people they're just literally doing yeah so um gonna say it on your podcast but it is happening a lot with um a international drag queen on one of the rupaul's drag race Mm -hmm. series and i guess something happened 
and they were threatening this queen with like death threats and like being super xenophobic and everything and it's just like yo these people don't deserve this kind of reaction and um yeah toxic fandom if you and it like i I feel the same way as you like i don't like the sequels at all still love adam driver i think daisy ridley is a fantastic actress like oscar isaac is poe dameron like yeah oh yeah dude like and they brought out like um 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 john boyega as Finn. like i'm upset about him just because it was such a missed opportunity he should have been the jedi for sure he yeah like his character you know his character ended up being you know like just the ray call but i'm not gonna (laughs) threaten john i'm not gonna threaten john boyega for doing that it's you know you should never send death threats to anybody like it's not cool but it's all jj abrams fault um (laughs) and ryan johnson for the last jedi and and ryan johnson jesus christ not saying to send them death threats i'm sure they've already gotten enough however please don't blame anybody blame them in a non-threatening way yeah let's take luke skywalker and completely shit on his entire story arc that the creator of star wars built (laughs) that's a huge bummer dude but Uh, it it goes to show like how like prolific star wars is because we actually saw a trailer this weekend for obi-wan and i got i got stoked i was so excited and my girlfriend who has never seen star wars she was like oh shit is that you and mcgregor like they're reprising his role for this and i was like yeah it is and she's like oh that's really cool so for somebody who's not even in the fandom at all to be like, oh, hey, that's a neat little love letter to the, uh, you know, original prequel trilogy. It's really cool. So Super cool. Yeah, I, I can't wait. So, yeah, that's why I want to bring it up to you, because it sounds like you might have forgot that they're actually coming out this Friday. So um, I didn't even I for sure didn't know that um, Stranger Things 4 was coming out this Friday, but Obi-Wan Kenobi, I knew it was going to come out. Yeah. So be excited for those two. Damn. Oh, that's in Japanese. Okay. I just missed the Japanese Charizard alt art that sold for 135. I thought it was English. I'm like, no. Oh, I might have bought something while we were recording this. I was wondering, I was like, is that, he's, he's really interested in his phone right now. But I was I listening to, to you. Oh, well, yeah. No, I know. I know. I'm a, but I, I noticed how you've multitasked like in other recordings as well. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, there, I'm like, I'm like sitting there talking and then I look at him and he's just like, looking down at his phone and i'm like is this is this not interesting and then he comes back with a full response and i'm like what the fuck (laughs) you're like oh my god he's actually listening to it uh you know that's actually something we talked about in the core collective podcast that i also recorded today but people won't be hearing it right away um is you know like these bands and these artists so i told you in the pre-show they were talking about the passing of one of the lead singers of a band uh black dahlia murder and we were talking about how like it's truly unfortunate how Yes, there might be thousands of positive feedback for these artists and their creativity and what they do and what they bring to the world, you know, with their art, but it sucks because there's so many trolls out there and people who just want to hurt you or just be terrible. And, and so it's kind of like what you're saying with these actors and what they have to experience, you know, uh, with the sequel trilogy. And it's just, uh, it's very sad, man. Um, Cause you know, to a degree on Xbox, you know, which is also something I talked about on there, we used to talk like that you know, but it was us, you know, where it was talking to each other. And if we talked to strangers like that, it's still built up to that though. It felt like a mutual playing field, not like, Hey, I'm going to attack you and then bring you down and ruin your, your fun. Yeah. Um, Cause that was something I talked about on there is I did the LFG for halo infinite. And I joined like a party with like 15 other people when we were playing customs. And I got to tell you the amount of like racial slurs and, and um, cuss words and just 
bringing people down that I heard in the first five minutes of being in this party was absolutely mind-blowing and sad as shit. It's like yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what the hell's wrong with these people? And I, I don't know, man. It's it's sad how a lot of people in this world act towards each other over over online. Like these people wouldn't be doing this shit in person. Some of them, oh, yeah, they'll get it, beat the shit out of. But like, yeah, no, exactly. People have this mask of anonymity and that like saves them and lets them say all this dumb shit. Yeah. And it kind of sucks because it's like, well, if you monitor it or if you put some type of like monitor system in it, then we're kind of losing that freedom of the Internet, I guess. It's a, I know that's a whole different thing, but it's just crazy to think about like what these people who are in the creative environment have to deal with. So yeah, uh, that's talking about star Wars and the sequel trilogy and the prequels. (laughs) Obi-Wan comes out on Friday. (laughs) Um, you guys are going to be hearing this tomorrow actually. So yeah, you got time to look into it. Um, but yeah, so Brandon, thank you for being on the show, man. I think we're, I think we're good here. It's a good starting point. This is like we talked about in the pre-show. It's a continuous conversation. That's never going to really end. Yeah. Um, is, dipping our toes in pretty much. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about today before we wrap this baby up? Um, I know you're hungry. So whatever you want to talk about real quick, you're more than welcome to. Uh, so another positive is my girlfriend was awesome. She bought me uh, tickets to go see Jurassic park in the park. Oh, on a big screen inflatable camping out so that was really dope and i picked up this uh Traceraptor funko pop and these are the highlights of my week there we go <laughs> oh yeah that's it man um i just want to say thank you for letting me be on the cast and the kind of you know wax poetic about you know the powers of therapy and the powers of a positive mindset which i think a lot of people can get from this podcast and um you're like my brother man thank you yeah you're like my brother too man definitely love you for that thank you so much for being on the show and uh we're, Brandon's working on his name. Once he gets his name figured out, we'll we'll plug his damn Instagram because right now this this homie right here is got he's working on it. <laughs> I got a plug, but there's no socket to plug it into. Yeah, so. we're getting. So there. I, let me get let me get a good foundation going. Yeah, and then we'll go from there. So thank yeah. you guys so much for listening to the show, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host Ryan, and today we have a interesting episode for you where I talk about a date that I went on recently. A couple dates, right? Uh, I'm, you know, I've been single since September last year. Uh, I don't know when this episode is ever going to come out, or if it ever does. But I was, I recently became single in September of 2021, and I've just been single since then, just kind of doing my own thing, really uh, trying to just love myself and take care of myself because you know my oldest brother Chris and I'm pretty sure Eric said it too but it's just true and so many others out there probably said it but if you don't love yourself then how can you love someone else so definitely been you know doing some self-reflecting and working on myself been working out got the promotion at the job and life has just been very great for me recently and I'm, I'm just beyond grateful for it so I was dabbling with the dating apps I was on Bumble and you know, me and this girl had matched once before, but nothing ever came of it. You know, perfectly fine. No big deal. Uh, but we matched again. So we decided to start talking and, you know, the, the conversation was great in text, uh, just really fantastic. And honestly, it was very interesting. And, you know, she was, you know, very interesting to talk to. And then, you know, we talked on the phone one day for like an hour and that was great. And then we FaceTime for, you know, a couple different times for probably like a total of two to three hours. And it was, all of it was fantastic. Like, seriously, like I felt really good about her and I think she felt really good about me. Like I I was really enjoying the vibe and, you know, I was excited to go on a date with her and we we did that. So on a Saturday night, we, you know, we met up at a ax throwing place 
And that was that was so much fun. It was, it was just stupid how fun it is. I highly recommend axe throwing to anyone out there. It's just you, it's like one of the most simplest activities, but it's just so relieving and it's just, it's a great social, you know, experience, you know, she was doing good. I was doing all right. You know, it, it was great. It, it was really cool for my first time. I couldn't be more grateful for it. Um, still getting to know each other and it was just going really well. It never really felt weird or awkward. You know, when you do this online dating, you really never know where it's going to go. <laughs> you know, it could be, could be uh they're perfectly normal and fine or they're psychos it's just a mixed bag and you know i think both you know sides have to really deal with it i think women probably have it worse in some cases but you know um it's it's definitely interesting and you know my the way i look at it is i do whatever i can to make sure the woman feels comfortable and you know okay with the environment because i've heard some you know horror stories out there of just like these crazy dudes and shit and just dudes doing some sketchy shit and I want nothing to do with that. Uh, that's just not who I am. So thankfully she was having a good time. You know, we, uh, finished the act. So it was just like an hour session. You can either pay for an hour or two hours. Uh, so we finished that, you know, that was great. And then we went and got dinner and I think we were at dinner, honestly, for like a couple hours or so, like, on, like it was no rush. Just really enjoying each other's company. The conversation kept flowing really well. And it was really interesting. Cause like she was asking me a bunch of questions and I just feel like in my past, I'm, excuse me. Um, I'm usually the one that really has to keep the conversation going. And, you know, with her, you didn't like she she can really hold a conversation on her back if she has to. And it's kind of funny. She always so that was one of the things she highlighted is like she's tired of having to talk all the time. And like the person she's with just is basically a mute. So I told her, well, I think we're in luck because we can both, you know, talk a lot and, you know, have fun with the conversation. And sure enough, that's how it went. Night went great. And then we just kind of hung out for a few hours after that a couple hours after that and then you know went on her way so fantastic first date definitely wanted to see her again uh she wanted to see me again just seriously it was just great um yeah it really couldn't have gone any better i I don't think so we decided to set up a second date we do that you know just continue to text you know um she had family over so we weren't like talking or facetiming in that time period but just texting you know when we could uh we're both very busy with work but we still, you know, got around to talking to each other. So we set up the second date. You know, it's a place that was by her work. You know, she's just getting off at a way later time than me. So I definitely wanted to, like, stay somewhere in her area. So that way she can, like, you know, eat dinner. And then it was a weekday. So definitely we're probably just going to leave after that. So that way she can, you know, get home at a pretty good time. Um, but what was interesting about it is, so we, 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 you know, we're there. We, we're both parked, get out of the cars you know, say hello. And, uh, it seemed to be pretty, pretty fine, honestly, you know, right there, right then and there. And we were excited to go to this place. Uh, you know, it's, it's a place we both like, obviously we haven't gotten together. So it's, you know, it's a pretty exciting place. It's a pretty social environment. Um, so we sit down at our table, you know, we start, you know, cooking the food and just, you know, starting a conversation, of course, as you would. And I noticed something was different about her pretty much like a couple minutes in, like right away. And I just said like, Hey, you know, like, is everything okay? Like, you know, is there something on your mind or, you know, something wrong? And, uh, the, the gist of it is she just said like, Oh, like I can't figure you out. Like you're, you're mysterious to me. And I just like, I don't understand, you know, why you are, you know, if I did anything to make you feel that way. Cause like, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty open book for people that know me uh, and per- personally, uh, you know, 
especially when, it, like I just said, when it comes to this stuff, you know, women have to deal with some pretty shitty dudes out there. So I'm not trying to be that. So I, I answered every question she ever had, honestly, of course. And, you know, she just was really hammering down on this idea that like I was talking to other women. She just said like, Oh, like if you're talking to other people, it's fine. I'm like, I don't know where that's coming from, but I told you I wasn't, you know, on Saturday, which I did, you know, when we we're at dinner, I said, yeah, I'm not really like interested in like talking to multiple women at a time. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. If people do that, unless you're, exclu- you know, if you're exclusive, that's different. But you know, when you're just dating or just literally getting to know each other, like literally a couple weeks, like we were, then it's really not that big of a deal. But I still wasn't doing it. Like I, I had no interest and sure. I still had like the Bumble app and you know, it's just a fun thing to do when you're bored just to swipe or whatever. And I don't know. I, I know so many people out there do it. So I know I'm not alone. Um, but like, I wasn't like doing anything with it. Um, and I also like don't close my apps. So Bumble has this thing where you can put it into travel mode and it will literally like track where you are. And like with my job, I'm in different cities all the time. Uh, and then I was doing like a class for work and I was in a, di- a completely different city and she's just like, Oh, you know, like I was showing my friends, like your profile and you know, you're always in a different city. And I was like, yeah, like I told you, like, that's my job. Like I did make it clear to her, like, this is my job and this is what I do. And I even like send pictures of like what I do at work. So it's like, I mean, <laughs> I'm a very open person. So it's like, I'm pretty much throwing everything out there. So I don't, so there is no hidden agenda or like, you know, she doesn't feel that way. And she was just so insistent that like, like it was so obvious that she didn't believe me. And it was interesting because the person I met on Saturday night seemed like a completely different person than who I met on. And you might hear the dog. I'm sorry. My window's open. Uh, you know, um, she's just a completely different person. It almost, it just felt like a complete 180 in her character. And I found it so odd because I hadn't done anything to warrant that. And then like, l- listen, first of all, if I'm still talking to other chicks on Bumble, you've only known me for two weeks. Like I'm going to fucking put my egg, all my eggs in a basket for someone I've known for two weeks. Like, and then she said, I just thought about this right now. She said like, Oh, like, do I, I didn't feel a spark or something or like I like I didn't feel a spark with her and I don't know I yeah I guess I didn't I don't know um you know at this t- you know I realized you know after you know we went out that Saturday night that like I'm not looking for a relationship um I don't I don't I'm not looking for anything really just besides hanging out and having a good time and just seeing where life goes like I don't think that's so wrong like I definitely um, you know, we didn't have the conversation, so it wasn't like I was hiding that from her. And like I said, like, I just, I had that realization, like, you know, after the fact. So like, if we had talked on the phone or something or FaceTime, like, I'm not going to text her that unless she asked me that question, then of course, like I'm, I have no problem answering it, but yeah, it just seemed like a bunch of weird shit. And it's like, if someone's like worried about where you're at location wise, when they don't even know you that much, that's, that's a fucking massive red flag. If I've ever seen one, um, so I basically just said like, listen, like I could tell you the truth or a lie, but like this night's still going to go probably the same, which, you know, would be us no longer talking, which once again, perfectly fine. I don't want to waste her time. And, you know, of course, like her time is precious. Our time is precious. Like I don't want to waste it if there's nothing there, you know, uh, and definitely shouldn't force it, of course. So I said like, listen, like you could stay for dinner or you can leave whatever, but I'm going to, I'm going to stay here. So she stayed and it went great. Like, you know, a very friendly conversation about, you know, her workplace and like her goals with work, uh, you know, things she wants to do with, you know, her goals with the future and the job and 
just some some work drama, nothing crazy, just a really engaging conversation because I guess on our date, I hadn't really asked her about herself and that was something she was telling me. I'm like, well, that's weird. Um, I'm not saying she's lying. I'm just saying like I can't believe I didn't like ask her about herself because it's definitely something I wanted, you know, I would do. But I think maybe like subconsciously that means like I already knew that I didn't want to be in a relationship even when I'm, even on that first date, you know, like because I wasn't engaging and getting to know her even more, um, you know, besides what we had already told each other on FaceTime and whatnot. So like it's it's all an interesting thing. Um, but I guess the reason why I'm talking about it today is like it kind of sucks when like someone changes like that. You know, it's crazy and um you know, it sucks with like what these people go through with like their past relationships or their past experiences. And, you know, it, it's troublesome to move forward and, you know, have a good experience, you know, with the next one, you know, in this case me, but it just seemed like a complete 180 in character. And, uh, it's very unfortunate, but I guess that's the, uh, the online dating life or just dating life, you know, um, you know, the one thing I'll give her is like, she definitely said whatever was on her mind. And I respect the hell out of that. Cause you know, I'd rather just, you tell me what it is that's bothering you or, you know, if, or anything, you know, just honesty is the best policy. Like, I don't care. You know, I don't care if you think you're going to hurt my feelings. Just tell me how it is, you know, um, you know, don't beat around the bush. So she definitely didn't do that. So props to her. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't really remember why I'm talking about this. Like I said, I don't know if this is ever going to be released in the world. Cause you know, um, I don't really want to put that kind of tea out there, I guess, but who knows? Maybe you will listen to this someday. Um, it just works fam. Uh, this could be years from now. This could be months from now, but it's definitely not going to be that soon. Uh, so yeah, you know, I wish her the best in life, but, uh, I think I'm done with online dating as I'm recording this. Like I just, I always seem to attract, you know, people or women that are unfortunately going through some really tough times and, you know, um, it just affects the relate, you know, it just affects the relationship or just the experience of getting to know them or, you know, going on dates. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, she seeks out the help that she needs or, you know, the clarity that she needs within herself, whether it's just being independent. Um, but I, I think more people need to be open to it. Like it, it feels great. You know, that's kind of what I was telling her is like, you know, I think the reason why I don't want to be in a relationship is because, you know, at, at the time of this recording, uh, May 20th, 2022, you know, I'm working out, you know, my, my work's going great. You know, I'm new to my role and my job and I'm just like, just fucking beyond grateful for it. My family's doing good. You know, my friends seem to be doing good. You know, just life is, I'm really blessed, you know, seriously, like it, I couldn't be happy right now and I can't wait to see what the future holds for me and you know, all the people around me that I love and care about. Um, and I just think like that confidence that I have, it's, it's the first time in my life I've ever felt confident in myself and you know, and who I am as a person and, and, you know, what I am a, in, in this world. Um, so I think like having these moments with myself, it made me realize that like, I don't really need to be in a relationship right now. You know, I mean, I love, I love being in a relationship. It's, it's definitely, <clears throat> it's definitely got its perks. And I, I think there's a lot of, a lot of good there, you know, a lot of good to have there. Um, you know, I love being with a woman. I, I it's great. I, just the, the stuff you can do together, just, it feels better than, you know, what you can do with some other people. So it's just nice to have that variety in life, but, uh, just didn't happen with this one. Um, so that's my, uh, just working it out episode. Uh, the online dating life is weird. 
I'm not really a fan of it to be completely honest. Um, yeah. So I hope all of you out there are doing great. If you've made it this far, let me know. I'm legitimately curious. Assuming once again, I release this episode and it actually goes out into the ether. Um, but thank you for supporting the show. Uh, thank you for supporting me and who I am. Um, you know, I'm not perfect, but I definitely try to be like the best I can be for myself and those around me. Um, cause I think that, I think everyone deserves that from me. You know, I, I really try. Um, sometimes it's tough, you know, I have a dark sense of humor. Uh, I could be a sarcastic asshole, but I, I still try to be like a really loving and respectful person to everyone I meet. Um, but yeah, sometimes we miss our mark and, um, you know, I hope, uh, yeah, I hope everything works out for her and, you know, I, you know, I don't know. It's weird. Cause, uh, I don't really feel bad, but I just think it's interesting. Like the change in character. So, oh, well, I already said that. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening again. And, uh, this is a very, very different episode. Um, God, I hope I release it someday, but, uh, I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.